Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. three of the nightcap as always happy friday it's almost the weekend for you guys on the east coast that gentleman right there rocking the green jacket from his victory in 2003 it is wes reynolds i am tim murray and the leader sunjay m like we all project yeah i am a left-hander by the way so there was a left-hander that won it in 2003 it had of course being mike weir so uh you know, I all just the, throw out a random year. I knew he knew the answer. I know. Well, well, I usually like to say 1979, of course, because that's an Indiana boy that won it from Floyd Knobs, Buzzy Zeller. Last debutant, by the way, to win the Masters. So Chris Andrews, uh, uh, sportsbook director extraordinaire, and joins the show and uh, many shows on the network. Uh, Chris, I um, was able to talk to uh, Derek Stevens just briefly, and when I mentioned the name Tiger Woods, he kind of shuddered a little bit. Um, how are you feeling right now after Tiger Woods with the bionic leg is shooting a 71 and everyone and their mother is firing away on a future for Tiger Woods? Yeah, it, it kind of became uh, required to uh, have at least a $10 bill or a $20 bill on Tiger. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we lose pretty good on him, uh, well, well into the six figures. Um, so, uh, I, you know, every, everybody loves Tiger. I can understand why. And I always say, I'm usually rooting for him to finish second because if he's in the, if he's in the hunt, it's great for just the whole market, but I almost never want him to win. And this is another year. I do not want him to win. Tim, you were talking about Derek Stevens shutter. Uh, John Murray had the same shutter over there at the Super <laughs> I think, Bowl. Yeah. I, think, well, so. I think there's a fraternity, Chris, of all of you with no tigers this week. You're like, no, no, yeah. no, no, tiger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, put me in with Murray, put me in with Derek, you know, <laughs> uh, you know. Like I, said, I got enough trouble running the South one, but I imagine they're, Figures are similar to ours. So yeah, I'm yeah. pretty excited if he wins it. Chris, obviously not the liability, of course, that you have to one Eldrick Tiger Woods, one under par, tied for 10th. Uh, he'll go off in the afternoon tomorrow. A little bit more wind in the afternoon, so maybe uh, he comes back to earth. He's certainly getting bet against in his matchup against Finau. Anybody else that it's not going to approach Tiger, but any other liabilities in terms of the top of that futures market at South Point? Yeah, Cameron Smith. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't lose big, but, I mean, we're, you know, into five figures. 
if he wins. Um, so we need him to kind of come back to the pack a little bit. I mean, he was a leader for much of the day today. Uh, M is actually very good for us. You know, Dustin Johnson's very good. You know, a lot of guys who are right in it are, you know, really, really good for us. So, you know, we're not in terrible shape. You know, of course, the Tiger thing would be a complete disaster. <laughs> but uh, most of the other guys who are in it are, um, you know, pretty pretty good for us. So, um, you know, other than Cameron Smith right now and Tiger Woods, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with our position. Tim, we were talking about Cameron Smith at the top of the show. By the way, he does finish four under. Kind of a shaky beat. I don't know if I want to call it a bad beat. Maybe it's a tough beat. Yeah. Maybe that's a more applicable definition. But the guy made eight birdies, and he wasn't the first-round leader because he <laughs> had a bookend double bogey. Double bogeyed the first and double bogeyed the 18 to finish four under par. But just looking at these numbers, and one of the things I look at every week in golf handicapping is strokes gained on approach. Your iron play. Cameron Smith gained five and a half strokes on his irons today. The second best player in the field was Harry Higgs with the irons, only 3.15 with the wow. irons. So almost two and a half strokes on the field Cameron wow. Smith is gaining. So maybe there's some regression due there, you would think. He's kind of a little wayward off the tee. That's really the weakness in his game. Yeah, we got we got bet pretty good on him, though, from some sharp guys. Um, so I'm not sure what exactly they saw, but they saw something, I think. I can't remember what we went off before. I think I went off like at about fifteen to one, you know, which is a pretty low price uh, for the, for this tournament, you know. But uh, there, we definitely had uh, some serious money on Cameron Smith before they teed off, and you know, I was kind of looking at him. You know, I, I listen, the whole world was looking at Tiger. The other guy I was looking at was Cameron Smith, and uh, boy, he, like I said, he uh, bogeyed the what do you have double bogey on the first, yep. and then uh, just he was. Uh, he was pretty much uh, on the lead, you know, at the lead for most of the day. Double. Yeah, so, I'm, so, you know, I'm not sweating him bad, but you know, I listen. You put a lot of work in this thing. You, you have it up for you know six months or so. You want to win. I mean, that's just kind of the name of the game. You just want to win some money. By the way, last week uh, when Chris was on the show, he was over at Bed Bash having a good time. We disrupted his time, but he also kind of ruined my night uh, because I like the under in the Villanova. Uh, game, uh, the Final Four game, and he goes, well, yeah. if that 133 doesn't move, it's probably an overplay. It right. Did, and it didn't move. No, no. Of that, course, it went over. Yeah. No, that's very good, because yeah. if you look at what yeah. happened, obviously, leading in all the Elite Eight, Sweet 16, under, 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 yep. under, 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 pretty much everywhere, first half and game, and that Everybody seemed to have that Kansas Villanova first half under, and you know when that happens. Well, it was one of those weird news. Sean, Sean always tells because I'm, you know, contrarian by heart. So usually, but that was the first play I made, and as the week went on, I'm like, oh. And then you get the Chris quote, and I'm like, oh man, I'm in trouble. And then, here. And then it's then it's buyout time. Yeah. That, that, I'm like, that's oh. the... and then they just don't miss, and uh, so. Uh, but, uh, you know, well, I, I gotta tell you really and, and for handicappers out there, sometimes that's a good tell. Yeah. If there is a great number out there and you know, there's a sharp guy bent into you and he passes, mm -hmm. uh, that, that can be a big tell. And, uh, and I mentioned that on the show and, uh, you know, listen, I'm not a fortune teller, but I do know how to read the market at times. Yeah. And, and you and don't want to always through. No, absolutely a good point by Chris. You don't want to be a slave to the screen, but sometimes if you got that Don Best screen or something similar to it, 
Sometimes the screen's going to give you the you're like, what? You're like, oh, the sharp guys always love unders. Why is this not going down? And as Chris said, uh, watch that market. If it doesn't move, you could be in trouble. And we were because Kansas decided not to be able to miss uh, in that game. Looking at your matchups, Chris, you've got a ton of them over at the South Point for tomorrow. Uh, any, uh, I don't know if you are sitting in front of your screen right now, but any movement yeah. uh, you've seen in your matchups tomorrow? Man, let me see what we got here. Just running through these as we speak. Uh, but we do have a lot of matchups. Guys, you got a ton. Yeah. I, was scroll- I was scrolling, Chris. I'm like, wow, this is keeps on going down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I told my guys, I mean, get up as much as you can because we really, we wrote a ton of business on the, the match itself. Um, let's get to you. I got a little bit of, on uh, Neiman against Usu's and. Yeah, boy, that was Ustuzan with another guy I thought was really going to play well. Didn't play that well today. Um, He's battling some yeah, injuries. That, that's I think about too. the only one. Yeah, I, I saw where he he travels with his own mattress because because his, his back, back is, is so bad. bad. Yes, yes, I did <laughs> not know that. That was an interesting nugget, and now and now I know that. But I know he's been battling some back issues for a little yeah, while. Yeah, how do you check that through baggage, Wes? Uh, that could be that you know on the conveyor. I don't, bus. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if he's getting the camper and going across the country because uh, Louis Ustazen's won enough worldwide with that Open Championship where he can travel first class yeah. or a private jet anywhere. I would think. Yeah, I would, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what? Uh, no, you know, not much movement. No, no. I mean, right now I'm seeing a lot of you know, hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollar bets. Uh, yeah, the bet against Usu's, and I think probably the only one we really moved. Well, let's uh, let's bring up one tomorrow. This is one Tim and I were talking about, and 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 it's like the price maybe looks a little bit too high, but it may drop because it is, is involving Tiger Woods, and we know. They're going to keep betting Tiger Woods, Chris. It doesn't matter what the price is. So, look, I'm seeing him, I think, at your store right now. You guys are at one plus 140 on Tiger, minus 160 on Finau. I got to think that that's going to drop because that's an afternoon match, by the way, because Tiger goes out in the afternoon. By the way, the wind should pick up in the afternoon. So I'm guessing you're expecting to probably drop this number with more Tiger action tomorrow morning. Yeah, now that I clicked on it, we don't have that much action on it, but my guys did move it. We opened at a dollar seventy-five. We're down a dollar sixty, and we have money on Tiger. And uh, you know, it's probably going to go lower than that. I mean, if you're out to look to scalp it, I would I would try to scalp it, try to go get the best number you can on Tiger, and you'll probably be able to scalp it sometime tomorrow. But you know, I'm not sure that's the right side. You know, Finau. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, at this point in time, I think uh, you know. Day one got to be the best day for Tiger with all the walking and all that. And day two is going to be a little bit tougher. And I think Finau, you know, certainly, uh, you know, among the, the 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 conversation for the best in, in the world, you know. And he had, he had a good round today too. So I don't know. I think I'd I'd, I'd be very careful betting on Tiger in that second round. You can follow Chris Andrews at Andrews Sports on Twitter. All right, Chris, uh, we only got about a minute and a half or so. Uh, Major League Baseball opening day today. Did did the Masters... Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. 
And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. And Tiger Woods, did it uh, kind of overshadow uh, opening day for you guys? What was the action like uh, at your shop on opening day? Yeah, we didn't expect a whole lot. We had a couple of 10-dime bets, you know, which is nice, nice action for sure. But uh, nothing real serious. Um, I think we lost them both, by the way, which is <laughs> poor 10s for the year to come, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, you know, nothing, uh, nothing really major. And it was good action. It was really steady all day. It's kind of a nice uh, opening day schedule spread out pretty good without, what was there, eight games, I think. You know, so, um, you know, it was a nice schedule. But, you know, everybody had, was focused on the Masters. Uh, that, that that certainly got the bulk of the action and, and all the viewership and that sort of thing. Well, and uh, Chris, uh, officially, not that you are worried, basically, since they first threw up the ball, the Lakers eliminated. So got to imagine that's helpful for the futures market there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, I was on another show we talked about. Yeah, my, I was making sure. Hey, I got to throw in a quick thing, though. My daughter went to the University of Denver. Final Frozen Four. Today. Yeah, and the, and the Frozen Four. So I was, you know, while everybody was watching the Masters, I was watching the Frozen Four and saw Denver win in overtime. So good for them. Good think, for the Pioneers. I think they're going uh, to take on Minnesota, Minnesota State. State in the there Garden in Boston yeah. on Saturday night. Yeah. There you go. There's your Frozen yep. Four yep. update, folks. Uh, Chris, as always, we appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon. We'll, we'll root against Tiger for you. Oh, don't worry about the bookmakers. We'll be fine. <laughs> Tell Derek I said They'll that. They'll be open in we'll the morning, fine. yes. Yeah, hey, don't worry about Derek or Michael Gaughan. They'll be okay. <laughs> there he is, Chris Andrews. It's the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, well, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Tim Murray. Uh, Wes, during the break, as he went to go outside for a second, he looks it back and he goes, Hey, remember when we said the Lakers were in this game? Yeah, they're down 12. So, <laughs> yeah. If you're able to grab a little in game on the Warriors, uh, good on you because it's yeah. now 113 101. Yeah, I think it was a three point game at the half, by the way. Warriors were eight for the second half. So, currently 48 39. I took a little piece of the under at 107 and a half. So, 
might get there. We shall see. I don't think the Lakers, if they're in single digits, are going to be wanting to foul. They want this season to be long over. Yes. And then the pow- then the fun begins, and the power struggle begins. LeBron and Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, Rob Palenka, all the different factions. There's like a Palenka faction. There's a LeBron and, and Rich Paul faction. There's Jeannie and uh, her consigliere, Linda and Kurt Rambis faction in that Jeannie organization. Bean. So uh, uh, that that's a mess, Tim. Jeannie Bean, if you're watching... Uh... If you're watching, uh, what is it, uh, Winning Time on HBO. So, mm-hmm. uh, I've been watching that. Good show. Enjoyable. Oh, there we go. Aaron, just let me know. Season two. Just got got a renewal. How about that? I mean, is, it, is that a Jeff Perlman's? Uh, it's off. Of, it's based yes. off of his book. Yes. It's not, yeah, it's it's based off of his book. Uh, it's it's tremendous. Uh, it's it's enjoyable. They have the disclaimer. It's not fully true. I know a lot of Lakers people are not happy about it, but uh, it's it's enjoyable. John C. Riley's terrific. Um what do you got over there? Your little spreadsheet. You're just uh, writing things down. Like, I was just looking, updating scores for a little master's draft that oh, we have at a local establishment okay. on Tuesday night here in Las Vegas. Uh, Brady Cannon, my long shots partner, we're partners in this draft. We're not in the lead right now, but some notable betters, uh, some VEASAN personalities, some bookmakers, Matt Humans as a team, uh, uh, Vinny Maiulo of uh, uh, Chris's partner down there at the sure. South Point teams with uh, Nick Bogdanovich, Tony Miller of the Golden Nugget is in this. Jay Cornegay has the team. Wow. Jeff Sherman and Eric Osterman team Westgate. Another team Westgate uh, with Neil Fitzroy and John Murray. Paul Stone, of course, who's a regular Man. guest. Uh, Las Vegas Chris Zanuck. So we're with, we're with, we're with sharp guys in this. That's thing. a loaded. That's a loaded field there. How you guys do? How's your team doing? Uh, I think we're about mid-pack. We didn't have anybody really go low today. We had Patrick Cantlay, who is one of my futures. Uh, Shane Lowry, uh, one of my futures, did not play that well today. We have the amateur, though, who I took at low amateur, who is looking good, even though he was a chalk. Keita Nakajima, who is about to turn pro out of Japan. He is the world number one amateur. So, you know, it's one of those, like, snake drafts. You draw, and then that's your pick, and then you go... You know, kind of like an like S curve, a, a snake draft. draft. Or yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm looking at some of the circa adjusted odds here for the Masters. Before we jump into you know looking at these matchups, and we'll try to go through as many as possible and see which ones pop. Let's just go back a little bit to how we started the show. Some of the trends that you picked up on, you know, because people right now, if you haven't invested, hey, maybe this guy is someone mm-hmm. to get at a good price. You had a bit of a disclaimer though about. Based off of some trends at the Masters, if you're not even par or better, you're in you're in some trouble here, right? Yeah, this is not really somewhere where you come like eight or nine off the pace and and all of a sudden win this thing. Uh, these trends I found were from uh, Justin Ray, a Justin Ray golfer. Regu- he was actually on our long shot show a couple weeks ago for the match He's play great. down in Austin where he is based. Uh, you mentioned that uh, in terms of shooting par or better, 32 of the last 35 master winners were par or better in round one. So obviously that gives you some big names that are not at par. Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, John Xander Shoffley, Xander Shoffley, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, a few others, Sam Burns, who a lot of people like this week. All shot over par. Now, Morikawa and McIlroy are only like one over though. So they're only six off the lead. So maybe it's not, Totally out of the question, but the trends obviously are not their friends in that regard. Also, each of the last 16 winners of the Masters, T11 or better after round one. So who is there in that uh, 
tie for 11th, uh, one Tiger Woods, and that's why he is still very much alive and why you see some bookmakers obviously not wanting that six-figure uh, liability that most shops around town pretty much have. Uh, T10, by the way, is one under par, and that's uh, Tiger, Tony Finau, Harry Higgs, Kevin Na, Daniel Berger, Webb Simpson, Harold Varner III, Will Zalatoris, who a lot of people like this week, did give a couple way uh, late on the back nine. Also, Matt Fitzpatrick at one under. And uh, look, You've got some proven players here. Also, uh, uh, Scotty Scheffler hadn't won a major, but he's uh, tied for third. Three under par. Dustin Johnson, three under par. One of my guys that I bet at 25 to one that I thought was kind of forgotten about this week, considering he's fifth in the world, Patrick Cantlay, Patty Ice, two under par. And he is the ice man. Like, you look at him, he never changes his expression. He's never rattled. He's not He's not like uh, Rombo there where uh, he misses one. He gets a little hot-tempered, and he stuffs that club in the ground and curses in <laughs> Spanish and but he moves on he lets it out he doesn't let it fester like he used to but I like the way Cantlay finished up at, at two under par I think this is a guy that could go well and obviously you know you're going to see how these guys play in the wind I think that this board I don't want to say it's going to get turned totally upside down Tim mm-hmm. but you're going to see movement you're going to see risers and you're going to see fallers in this thing and some of the guys that might have played well in round one may come back to earth a little bit maybe it's Sungae M uh who, uh, you know, very good off the tee, but not always the best with his irons. You know, everybody's kind of got a little thing in their game that they need to work on. And for him, it's his irons. For Cameron Smith, it's off the tee. And he's kind of, you know, I guess I don't want to call him risk it for the biscuit, but he kind of does that a little bit. And he'll take some chances, and sometimes he'll pull off some absolutely impeccable shots, and sometimes he'll be, you know, in the deep stuff, in the trees and in the pine straw. So, Cameron Smith, I think, going to have to be a little bit better off the tee. I think he's still going to be good on approach, but gaining five and a half strokes in a round on approach in a major, that just doesn't happen very often. So looking at some of the names you see there, and and I'll, I'll do a little comparison shopping for the people. We've got DraftKings odds up there, which are uh, which are pretty good for golf, uh, and I've got the Circa app here too, so if there's a better price, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, but for him, you mentioned you know him. He's the leader right now at five under at DraftKings. He's plus eight fifty at uh, Circa. He's plus seven seventy. A- at that price, is he is he a fade? What, what would you make of him right now? The first round, he league? might be kind of a hold, even though I think he's got to come back to earth a little bit because he putted so great today. And he is a good putter, but almost gained three and a half strokes on the greens. Usually, when that happens, even if you putt well the next round those numbers are going to be less. You did. You just got to think it's so hard to keep that up round to round to round or even for four straight rounds. And now he certainly, I guess, could do it. But I don't know if you really want to just jump in on the leader yeah. when, 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 when you missed a good price. So, But you, nevertheless, you don't want to go too far down the board. Like one guy that I have in pocket, actually, it's right. He's actually probably my best position because he's tied for third. Joaquin Neiman, uh, Joaquin Neiman struck the ball really well today. Just didn't make a lot of putts, especially on the back nine. Kind of was stuck in neutral because he was three under going into the back and really didn't do much. So... At 16 to 1, and, and look, I bet him when he was like 65 to 1. Right. So, yeah, actually, I got him at a better number than that. I just had to release 65 because sure. that's all that was available in the market. But Joaquin Neiman might be one you want to look at. Uh, I think Patrick Cantlay. And also, if you're really wanting to go chalky, I think Dustin Johnson at 6 to 1. That's one where I'm kind of having a FOMO, fear of missing out. And I definitely missed out here on this one. Is going to have buyer's remorse because. 
I like the way DJ looked today. I know he gave one back late. He was tied for the lead at one point yeah. at four under par. So Hit a bogey at 17. Yeah, yeah, and, and that gave it back. But but he looked very good. He's, uh, I think, really looked good and started peak over the last couple of weeks. And that's when you want to get these guys, when you kind of see that they're peaking. Like, if you bet them right after they win – you're obviously not going to get the price. And we talked about it with Chris Andrews. A lot of people like Cameron Smith. 50 to 1 was fair in the market, but that's a guy that was 40 to 1 earlier in the season. Same with Scotty Scheffler. Now you see Smith plus 550, 11 to 2. Scotty Scheffler, 7 to 1. It's just how much do you chase a bad number here? So there's sometimes where you got to take a stand and, you know, let them beat you if they can. Yeah. I, I took DJ. I went harder on Brooks Kepka though. So I'm a little annoyed. I should have, I should have gone equal. I don't know why I got mm-hmm. a little overzealous and, and went in on Brooks Kepka as hard no, as I and, did. And I know why a lot of people like Brooks Kepka this week, because he's finally healthy. He said, look, I'm healthy as I've been in the last four or five years here, because we remember when he missed the cut last year where he was trying to bend down with that knee and God, it just looked awful. You could just see it in his eyes and he missed the cut for the first time. So a lot of people, I did not bet him, but I was kind of worried. I was like, man, if I don't bet him, is he going to do well? He did not on day one, but I would expect you're going to see Brooks Kapka fight back and make the cut. Though. Yeah, but uh, I do have Dustin. I do have Louis Oosthuizen. Oof, that was uh, that was a miss there. Uh, so hopefully DJ can uh, to, can keep it rolling. We'll get into some of the matchups. I'll just fire them at at West and see if if any of them jump, uh, whether it be at DraftKings or, or other spots here. But uh, you mentioned uh, real quickly before we go to break, uh, Will Zalatoris one under, uh, four off the pace. He's twenty five to one. Worth a look. Well, he was only 33 pre-flop. He gave a couple back. I thought he played better than his numbers indicated. So, absolutely. Uh, but this is uh, going to be, if he can win this, draft this would be his first win on the PGA Tour. So, usually you don't get that in a major like this. All right. More on the Masters. We'll take a look at the second round matchups. By the way, if you're wondering, there will not be a no-hitter in Arizona. You Darvish gave up a couple of hits uh, but the Padres still leading two to nothing, and the Warriors have covered. So if you laid it, you got the covers tonight. Cap. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Draft like no other, wine like no other play free during the PGA tour with the Mayomi dare to play unrivaled golf series enter five free contests to take your shot at a share of 25 grand in total cash prizes head to draftkings.com slash Mayomi now to join the action Mayomi flavor forward 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details drink responsible it is the nightcap here on Visa. That gentleman right there rocking his Augusta green is Wes Reynolds. I am Tim Murray. Two to nothing Padres and Diamondbacks. Bottom of the eighth inning. Any thoughts on the Padres? Bounce back season there? I think there could be. I don't think no they're, go- they're, for, they're for- not going to win the division. No. I don't think. But I think that their value could be at least in the World Series. Of course, uh, they did uh, They did trade the sheriff, Chris Paddock, Paddock to, the Minnesota, to the Minnesota Twins. But I think Clevenger coming back, you know, healthy, that's going to really help that staff. Because I, I think what happened to the Padres is their starters didn't go deep enough in games. And you could tell, they, you could tell early in the season they were taxing that bullpen. 
I mean, very, very early on, like in May and June, it's like, okay, you guys are going to regret this in August and September. And they absolutely did. And they were a big disappointment, but maybe this is kind of the rebound. Like we kind of sometimes see a team that everybody gets on, everybody's all over them and then they disappoint and then love them and leave them. You don't like them anymore. Well, it's like, well, that's what I want them when they're kind of unwanted. So mm -hmm. Padres futures, I think could have uh, some viability. I certainly won't bet them. No win the division that Dodger lineup is just way too potent yeah it's uh, it's absolutely ridiculous uh, but the Giants got it done last year uh, at least in the uh, in the division and uh, that stunned a lot of people all right let's do this we have Wes here so let's utilize his skill set and we'll try to go through as many matchups as possible I don't know. It's tricky because different books offer different matchups mm -hmm. I've got DraftKings up we can get Circa up um, before we jump into this is there a player or two that you've keyed in on for tomorrow, whether it be to fade or maybe potentially follow? And then, I guess, how do you go about your matchups? Do you just do you look for a particular? Do you have a golfer in mind and say, okay, I like just for argument's sake, I like Brooks Kepka. Terrible day today putting. Let's see who his matchups are, or do you just look at matchups and say, oh. And then just kind of well, grade it out that a way. little, a little bit of both. I look at the market, of course, yeah. and and kind of see, okay, what's getting supported or certain books that I think I consider sharper, maybe shading to one side, and then you know maybe look at that side. So I definitely use the market sometimes. Sure. Sometimes the screen will tell you the winner. You know, you hand it, you handicap the market a little bit if you really know how to read a line screen. Now that takes a while to master. That's one of the things, like for especially newer betters, that's one of the toughest things. I think to figure that out and that only comes with experience and with time. But a lot of times in terms of the characteristics I'm looking at, especially if there's variance and I talked about it earlier, putting ordinarily is going to have the most variance. So like, look today, Danny Willett, former masters champion, uh, won there at Augusta. I think it was, I think it was, uh, what year is it? Was it 2017? Yeah. Uh, it's 300. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When, when Jordan Spieth kind of, uh, you know, like a uh, silk Sonic would say, leave the door open. <laughs> and they did. And Danny Willett walked through it. And, you know, it's kind of like the story of that was that Spieth blew that masters. But last I checked, Danny Willett still sends this jacket out for dry cleaning. So Danny Willett was three under. He has not really played very well this year. Because he, his odds are yeah. still, as you see right yeah. here, the one that jumps out, if you're looking at the screen with us, is T3, Danny Willett, still 50 to one to uh, to win the match. And, and if you look at Danny Willett, kind of the story of his career, he's a little bit, he's not very consistent, but he's a big game hunter, obviously, won the Masters. That was 2016, not 2017. Won the DP World Tour Championship at Dubai, BMW PGA Championship. So these are big flagship events on the former European, now DP World Tour, also the Dunhill Link. So he tends to show up in kind of like bigger events with better fields. But if you look at Danny Willett's form here so far in 2022, missed the cut in Abu Dhabi, missed the cut in Dubai. T35 at the Ross Alkaima Championship, and uh, that was a weak field, by the way, on the DP World Tour. At the Honda Classic, T48, T52 at the API, the Palmer Invitational in Orlando. Missed the cut at the Valspar. T36 at the Corrales Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic, which was the alternate event, by the way, to the uh, Dell Match Play. So, obviously, that's a weaker field, right. a PGA Tour alternate event. This guy's been nowhere. Like last fall, he won the Dunhill Links, and he hasn't done anything since. He's been either finishing low or missing cuts. So, you know, maybe this was just like one good day. And especially when you look at how he got to three under, gained 4.1 strokes on the green. So there's your story right there. Uh, 
Didn't really lose a lot elsewhere. Uh, pretty much net even off the tee, net even around the green, uh, net even strokes gained approach. So that tells you the putter carried him. Now, is that going to do so two days in a row? So you got to look at, okay, who is he matched up against? So it's like, okay, I want to fade Danny Willett because I don't think that the putting is going to be near as but good as it was in day two. Yeah, so you got to search. I don't have one on my screen, but I don't see any. DraftKings doesn't have one either. Yeah, you got to shop around. Like, you know, there'll be some that everybody has. Like, everybody will have Tiger against Tony Finau or some, somewhere in that vein, somewhere close. But some of these, you know, maybe one or two books might have it up. So you really got to shop around. All right, let's get to that matchup because that is the interesting one. And we talked to Chris Andrews. They said he said he opened it uh, a minus a dollar seventy-five in favor of Tony Finau. He's down a dollar sixty. I'm looking at DraftKings right now. So those listening, uh, you can get a good price on Finau if you think that's the right side. Finau minus 135 at DraftKings, Tiger Woods plus 115. By the way, uh, and and I'm looking to bet Finau here, but I want to see if it's going to drop because I think people are going to be like, man, Tiger's back, Tiger's back, and they're going to want to bet him again. You know, uh, our our buddy Dave Ross, who who I love and we kid a little bit, even (laughs) though uh, one of our dear friends of this network, uh, William Hill, not the the Will Will Hill, Hill. uh, calls uh, Dave the mayor of Squaresville. And and that's what he calls Dave because Dave is all about Tiger. Dave is like D- Dave is like a fan because he's new to betting, and I'm not saying it to like rip him here, but Dave is all about Tiger, man. He's like he's back, man. He's back. This is so exciting. So guys that have that attitude will want to bet Tiger Woods. I'm not saying Dave is going to. So I'm not burying Dave, by the way. I just uh, you can. You it's know. fine. You, you yeah. No. Yeah. It's like he, he, he's not. Tough. He's not watching. I'm jealous of that nickname because I do think that about Dave. And not he, to say that he does. He, he, he cashes some tickets. Yeah. He's not watching though. He's probably uh, out at some nice dinner someplace. But anyway. Uh, well, I'll say this about Dave. This is like Dave's roast, by the way. He'll let you know about his nice dinner. He'll take a picture of his steak. And yeah, I know. Uh, I know we are roasting him, man. It's like, uh, it's like <laughs> we we're, love you, Dave. It's like uh, we're Don Rickles here on those uh, old Dean Martin Man of the Hour celebrity roasts, which I wish they would bring back. Uh, I saw a clip the other day of Rickles just roasting Frank Sinatra. By the way, he was the guy they were roasting, and then he goes after Ronald Reagan, and then he goes after Orson Welles. It's like. Man, what would uh, Will Smith do to uh, Don Rickles, man? Could could he handle the heat? Could he handle the smoke of one Don Rickles? My goodness. But anyway, back to the Masters. Yeah, what you're looking at is you're trying to see if this price is going to drop on Tiger. There also are some books will offer, if they don't offer straight money lines, which most of the matchup bets are, they'll allow you to like lay half a stroke for less money. Obviously, that takes the push out of play. Right. And maybe it'll even like like with Finau, I could see this being minus a half a stroke, minus a dollar ten or something okay. like that. It works the same way, like on a hockey money line or a baseball yeah, yeah. money line or something like that. But it does take the push out of play, so he's got to win by one stroke or more for you to win. Let me ask you this real quickly because we had the tee times up there. Uh, I believe are those. Uh, let me just double check because I think Tiger goes off. Later. Tiger is Tiger is later tomorrow. So uh yeah, but it, it's ten forty Pacific. I believe are those times Pacific guys? I, I think that they are because yeah, he's in the he's in the afternoon, so he yeah, would Tiger, be like he would Tiger's be like one forty five Eastern. Tiger's one forty one and uh Finau is uh, two. So Finau yeah. actually goes later. So yeah, they're both yeah. gonna be likely playing in the wind, so there's no advantage there. Uh if it is as windy as they potentially say it is. 
How does that affect Tony Finau? We've talked about Tiger. Yeah. How does that affect Finau? These are actually both very good win players throughout their career. I believe I was looking that up. Let me see if I got that in front of me. Uh, there's a, this site, Fantasy National, that I get all my strokes gain data from usually. So uh, I was looking it up, and I was trying to model and see if I could find something for windy conditions, you know, like really windy conditions. And, and Tony Finau was near the top of the model over the last 36 rounds, by the way in terms of playing well in the wind. So maybe there could be an advantage, but like historically over his long illustrious career, Tiger Woods, one of the best wind players, sure. Tiger Woods, one of the best in rainy conditions, sunny conditions, any type of temperature or whatever. But is yeah. there a price though for Finau? What is the buy point for you personally? Less 150 or less. 150 or less. I think okay. if I got 145, I would absolutely jump in on Finau. So uh, and, and, and I so like DraftKings right now, if you're in a situation uh, where there is a DraftKings that you can play minus 135 right now on Fino. Yeah, I think that that's a buy point. I think that that's a very fair price. OK. All right. Well, we'll take a look at some other of the uh, of the matchups. Some of the more notable names. Dustin Johnson, a fade or a follow tomorrow. Some of the other bigger name matchups that uh, that are out there for you guys to fire on. If you had not gone in on anything before the Masters, it's no, never too late to uh to get going into uh, some Masters action. That's Wes Reynolds. I'm Tim Murray. Wrapping things up next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Masters has teed off one round in the books, but that doesn't mean you still can't make money this tournament. Our experts, including Wes Reynolds, who's sitting right next to me, will tell you their best bets during the tournament, matchups, long shot opportunities, and which golfers have the best value to win on Sunday. Sign up today and get full access to VEASAN through May. That includes the start of baseball season underway tonight. Our NFL draft betting guide, only 19 bucks, VEASAN.com slash spring expert and I saw Charles Barkley on the post game show. Now I have to go on the God is an expert Ernie. <laughs> well, he was, he was all over Kansas. He guaranteed Kansas would win. I don't know if you mm -hmm. said laying the points, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I didn't go. I, I laid money line instead of going with that guarantee of laying the points. So I was very fortunate in that one. Well, it, it's, it's the last segment of the show. Is that a bad beat? It's a tough beat. I, I, I would call it a tough beat. I don't think it was a bad beat when you're down, you're down 16. You're down 16. You're down 15 at the break. Mm -hmm. But the guy did. The guy does back. run Cir out of bounds. You circumstance. Just, you just inbound the ball. He's going to well, get fouled. I mean, the, the one Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. 
Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. I did lose that night actually was over it was a prop it was Christian Brown over is it Braun or Brown Brown. I don't know Brown and over 12 and a half points he's got 12 he had 12 at like the 12 minute mark it's like Aaron do you have that too Aaron had that yeah we got this in the bag (laughs) and then I kept seeing possession after possession after possession he's standing in the corner out there for a three but none of these guys it's like they're pounding it in D-Mac David McCormack and they're pounding it in Ogbaji's driving Wilson's driving and it's like my guy can't get a shot and then we're coming out because I'm sweating this with a, a buddy of mine. Uh, we were watching uh, over at Westgate Superbook on Monday night. And I'm sweating this. And then we see him as the inbounder. We're like, oh, no. <laughs> He's the one that should be getting. Because we're, we're looking up free throw percentages. Yeah. We're like, is he the best foul shooter? Well, he's 73%. Like, all of the Kansas starters basically were kind of in, like, the mid-70s. So it's like, you know, maybe they'll go try Even to get Even though Obaji couldn't hit any free right. throws in that and, game. And then, and then the kids stepped out of bounds. So it was kind of like a tough beat, I would call it. I don't know if it's a bad beat. Because a bad beat would have been like if you're up 17 and all of a sudden Carolina gets in the back door. But uh, nevertheless, you know, a lot of those favorites all lay money line. Like it bit me on Saturday, though, because I did lay Duke money line against North Carolina. And that did not work out. Yeah. Uh, Saturday was, as I mentioned earlier, Oof, yeah, the, the under situation. Mm-hmm. I, I should have known better. And, yeah. and Sean has been on me about it. And he's right. because And you and I bet similarly. It's like mm-hmm. when you see everyone, the line's not moving. It right. is a tell. Right. And I was just, I was too full into it already. And I wrote it up for the website. I'm like, now, one thing I'm going to go have, down with the ship. Here. One thing I have not done is bet a future on a team. Because the day after Baylor cut down the nets in Indianapolis in that bubble NCAA tournament in Final Four, I got Purdue at 25 to one last year. I was like, Purdue, man, they're bringing everybody back. Cause I knew it was like, I think they're going to win the national championship. I think they're the best team in the country. And of course what happens, they lose to a 15 seed in the sweet 16 and they just never looked right. So I have not bet any college basketball futures yet, but I'll probably look and look, we got the, we're in transfer portal season now. So what's going to happen? And plus we got early entry into the draft transfer portal, late commits. There's still, I think a couple burger boys, McDonald's all Americans undecided. So market's going to start changing very, very short. Well, I, uh, it's funny. You mentioned that I wasn't going to bring it up on the show, but I, I will now because there is a book not here in Vegas, uh, but Caesars has Houston at 22 to one. Mm-hmm. So Houston uh, as many of you may know, finished second in Ken Palm, and they bring back almost everyone. Yeah, I, I've seen some uh, writers of note in that. Uh, Marcus what, Sasser, yeah. Tremont Mark, both those guys were injured this past yeah. year, both expected back. They're bringing in a five-star freshman. So if you can get 22-1 to one, mm-hmm. somewhere in that ballpark, I think Houston's worth a look because, look, I don't know how you watch that Houston team and you're not impressed. Right. By their coaching. Right. You know, their ability to really control the game against Illinois the entire way. A couple really to good beat reasons. Arizona yeah. and uh and then and you know, just have a horrendous shooting night against Villanova. 
Yeah, and uh, uh, by the way, all the writers are putting out, uh, I think they all title it the same, the way too way early too top early. 25 uh, year. And they projected Houston. I think I've seen one that put them at number two in the country. Uh, I was actually talking about this with our colleague and buddy Matt Humans the other day. He's like, man, I really want to see if I can get a good number on Arkansas. And then I opened this up. I was like, Arkansas is rated number one in a couple of these bad boys, man. So we're not getting any numbers. Like, yeah, damn it. We're not going to get those numbers. So, yeah, you got to evaluate, you know, who's coming back. And everybody was kind of uh, holding the funeral for Duke basketball, I think, a little bit prematurely on Saturday. Five. yeah, Five stars coming yeah. and and look, uh, uh, John Shire's running the agent program down there in Durham for years. Let's just be honest here about that. Uh, so they're going to continue to get dudes. I think uh, Duke's demise greatly exaggerated. All right, let's uh, let's wrap up uh, once again. So we talked a little bit. So Finau, anything under one fifty dollar yeah, fifty? Yeah, I think that would be fair. I, I, I like the way Tony finished. He kind of hung in there. And look. Tony, by the way, is not in very good form this year. His best finish was T19, I believe, in a tournament, and that only had 38 players. That was the opening tournament of champions at Kapalua. So Tony Finau is not exactly killing it, but you're going with course experience here. He's got three top tens in the last four years. Uh, gained, I believe, in every portion of the strokes gain categories. When I talk about strokes gain, I'm talking about SGP, strokes gain putting. ARG is around the green. APP strokes gain approach, OTT strokes gain off the tee, then it's T to green. T to green is everything but putting. So it's those latter four categories, you know, and then keep the putting out, and then you get obviously the final sum is strokes gain total. All right. So Dustin Johnson, someone that you like, uh, is a little chalky now, minus six, uh, plus 600, excuse mm-hmm. me, uh, to win. Had that bogey on 17. Uh, I'm looking at a matchup at DraftKings against Colin Morikawa. It looks like uh, DJ minus 125, Morikawa plus 105. Here at Circa, I'm looking at a matchup DJ against Zalatoris, mm-hmm. minus 120 for DJ, even money for Zalatoris. Anything intrigue you with those two? If I was to take a DJ matchup, I would rather go against Morikawa, actually, okay. than go against Will Zalatoris, even though Morikawa, the more proven pedigree player, of course, uh, two majors already. I believe he's uh, just now turned uh, 25 years old, I believe, uh, in February. So, but Colin Marikawa here at the Masters, some guys, they take to it right away. Some guys, it takes a while. Now, he's only had two starts here, and he improved from his first start. He was T44. He was T18. But Marikawa is still one of those young, good players, elite players that's very shaky with the putter. So that's kind of what you worry about with him. He's not a long hitter either. Now, he is an excellent iron player. He is one of the best in the world. But so was Justin Thomas, and we saw what he did with the Irons today. He was absolutely dreadful. So just looking at the numbers for Morikawa, I, I, I would rather fade him than Zalatoris. Okay. Now, Morikawa had a bad day on the greens today, minus uh, 1.5 strokes. Gained a little bit on approach and gained a little bit off the tee, but I just think DJ's in a little bit better form right now than Morikawa. And I think Zalatoris, look, even though he finished a little shaky, only one under par, still right in there. And keep in mind, he was on he was second on debut here last year, Will Zalatoris. So that could carry over. And he was very popular this week in the futures market, but I could kind of see why, because he is very, very close. He is kind of in that Scotty Scheffler zone mm-hmm. right now where you know he's going to win something and he's going to win a big one. And we, when he wins one, he's probably going to win one very quickly after he wins that first one. Brooks Kepka had a, a really poor day. I was on Brooks Kepka. Is it time to win my money back? He has a matchup here at Circa against Victor Hovland. Kepka plus 105, Hovland minus 125 at DraftKings. 
He's even money Kepka is against Rory McIlroy. Either one of those matchups intriguing. Small you. lean against Hovland. Brooks okay. Kepka, by the way, lost like three strokes putting. He had a miserable back nine. I think was he one under at the turn? Uh yeah, he Yeah. He yeah, he, he, he had finished, four bo- I think he had four yeah, bogeys. He, he on finished the back nine. three over and he lost like three strokes on the green. Victor Hovland actually gained on the greens uh, today. Victor Hovland, well, I talk about weaknesses and strengths in every player's game, even the elite ones. Victor Hovland, in terms of, like, the chipping game and the pitching game around the green, some of the bunker play, that's the worst part of his game. It's it's not even that he's a bad putter. It's he's kind of bad around the greens a little bit. Uh, Victor Hovland, I believe, ended up at even par, gained about a stroke off the tee. I would maybe look against Kepka or, or with Kepka against Hovland instead of against Rory. And I had uh, something, I believe this was also from Justin Ray, who we mentioned earlier in the show. Rory shot 73 today, so he shot one over par. Mm-hmm. Just didn't get it going on the back nine. If you look at his last major win in the PGA, that was 2014 at, in Louisville at Valhalla Golf Club. 30, plus 35 in round one in majors since that last major win but minus 60 in rounds two through four. So we've kind of seen this with Rory before where he struggles a little bit in round one. Then all of a sudden he fires the 67 like on Friday and it's like, okay, he's got some hope. So if I was going to take Brooks in a matchup, it'd be over Hovland instead of Rory. Tiger Woods, Matt, wow. Over under here at Circa before we go, 75 tomorrow. Oh, it was 73 in the market, at Caesars, right? Caesars, it was 73. So uh, Jeff Davis here at Circa doesn't like Tiger's chances <laughs> tomorrow. Let's just 75. say that. 75. Woo! All right. That's going to do it. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks to Wes Reynolds for sitting in. Scott Seidenberg coming up next. This has been the Nightcap here on VC. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.